0: Hi guys, I'm back. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Souls podcast. I'm your host Caroline and I'm very happy to see you all here. Um so again, I'm laying in my bed, not laying, I'm sitting in my bed and I'm about to, you know, go to sleep, but I thought I would record another episode. I don't know because maybe because I've been off with podcasting for quite some time that the information and the emotions and you know things that I want to talk about just pile up you know and now it's they're just exploding and pouring out and I feel called cool to record like that ne- new episode every single day which is good but at the same time um, yeah I feel like it's not prolonged and it's not gonna work in the long run but uh, we'll see how it goes and so i just hopped off from a meeting with my friend and we were recording a new episode for our youtube channel and basically we talked about the way media kind of reflected and mirrored our lives in a very half-truths way which is very interesting because um yeah i I just have some thoughts around that um so basically in that in that episode where we we were talking about how the media is clamorizing everything in our life and even the even the history you know they make some alterations to the history itself um and they are just um building up excuses they they're using excuses like you know the history is not complete so you know you know what i mean so um the the re- the, the examples that i used was two series by from netflix you know the, the a ser- emily in paris and then pricherton um which were like two of my favorite series i enjoy them like don't get me wrong i really enjoyed them but after you know watching them i went on youtube and i watched some. yeah you know i came across some of these reviews and kind of reaction videos to the to the two series that i was mentioning and it's interesting how the people they pointed out how those series can convey a kind of mistruth and can alter people's perception on certain things and certain beliefs. So for example, in Emily in Paris, right? I don't know if you watched it, but if you don't you can maybe search on YouTube and there will, you know, be hundreds of video pop up. But basically, um in that in that series, um, a girl named emily like he she um she flew from america to paris to get her job like as a as a marketing marketer or something i could not remember but doing some of the marketing strategy and things like that and you know the series talked about her experiences in france and in paris to be exact and Um, At first, when I first watched that series, I didn't notice anything wrong with how they portrayed France and French people and French culture and stuff. But after watching YouTube videos of reactions and reviews and people's comments on that series, it it, it opened my eyes to this notion of that series was actually portraying um, French under a very negative lens, particularly through the lens of an American viewing french culture and undermining french culture and portraying them as very narcissistic um, self-centered greedy people yeah and that would be fine if it's not for if it's not about cultural concepts right and especially between two countries which were america and france that's one of the examples of how media can really Persuade us into thinking certain way, you know so fortunately i I didn't have that kind of thought about you know French people being narcissistic centered, and stuff, but it's interesting to see how people point that out and now that I have known i now that I know that that you know concepts surrounding it um I'm not trying to be more mindful and be critical and logical and even yeah, critical about my information consumption even when i'm entertaining or consuming entertainment um materials like series uh, on netflix and youtube videos and stuff I, I always try to be mindful about the impact that it may have on my f- narratives and my perception of the surrounding world and another example i could give you is the the show pritcherton right if you I I particularly watched this video about how costumes, the costumes within those um within that series uh like do they reflect the the history like the era w- when they were made, you know? And I, I, I watched that video and the, the youtuber she she pointed out even though they they were made to be you know 70% like um identical to the original or the inspirations from the history of England because that that the series took place in England um there were some alterations that the producer made with um on those costumes in order to i don't know maybe cater to the current contemporary audience or even just to make them more appealing and attractive, right? Um, for example, uh, using using bright colors for the river the, something, the characters and stuff. Um, it was just very interesting. And that just so shows to me that the media can really provide and include half shoes. Sorry, that was the air thing, include half shoes. Um, within their production, process, or product, etc. And and we should be careful and mindful about our information intake. Yeah, we are probably told and we are probably aware of the notion that the media is not to be trusted, but we don't actually take it for granted, like we actually take it for granted and don't take it seriously, right? Like like even for me, um before I before I watched those videos I was kind of naive and innocent about and and even though like, I claimed to be very mindful about my information intake, I wasn't. And until not until like or not until later when I watched those videos did I realize how naive I was. And probably I am still now naive, but you know we learn we grow every single day and it's just a matter of time and i think a matter of subconscious mindfulness that will take us there and it's very interesting to see how the media is kind of full of half shoots and then at, and then in in the later part of the episode we went on we talk about how especially the media in vietnam kind of over glamorize and just you know, yeah, they they just cast a very positive lens, too positive lens, hyper optimistic lens over everything, especially when there is a whole pandemic pandemic going on right now. For example, we 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 took an example of you know how there there are many programs to aid citizens, uh, here in Vietnam like aids in food aid in services and everything like necessities right um but those services are not that perfect as they are portrayed on on at least like the national channel broadcast and maybe like if you want to have some more information on that please go watch our episode um it's probably out now and yeah, and in that video I, I, I got quite heated because um, this is the thing that I care about and this is exactly why I decided to pursue a major in communication in the first place because like it's very obvious that we are surrounded by shoots and half shoots and yeah, lies even every single day at every second of the day and I I don't want to make um that field that dangerous and you know yeah dangerous because we all know that information and communication especially online will be permanent like it is permanent right now and it will be in the future and so like if it's permanent and what like then we might as well make it a comfortable and safe place to live and for people to freely express their ideas and of course to get judgment and criticism when they did something wrong. Like, for example, when the journalists are too biased, they should get critics, right? And they should get judgments. They should get negative feedbacks. So I'm fine with that. But the problem that I have with the media now is that there are too many people who are ready to stand up against yeah mistruths and half-truths like that like it's obviously like they are like the multiple youtubers that i mentioned they are but there are just a very small amount in this 8 billion of people on this earth right um, so i don't know where to stop maybe we start with the celebrities because they have a huge following, and I think they should be talking about this, but they aren't but but that this this is not their responsibility at the end of the day, yeah, and that's why I decided to pursue a major in communication because I believe like even though my effort will not be that transformative and big it's like it's um one step at a time, right and I feel like with my compassion and my desire to change and shape and alter people's perception, um, I think I would be able to do that. And of course, I would have to go down that route just like they did, like the content creating route, the spreading information and educating people and sharing route. But I would do it in a sense that is unique and yeah. Attractive in a way that is not click baited, you know and I still, even though I still haven't figured that out yet I know I will because I still don't have the materials the resources and I'm still not surrounded by the environment of like-minded people that I would like to be um, yeah, ta- talking about that uh, yeah, from, you know, recording about that episode just Got me thinking about how the media could really portray us and how it can really help both construct a unbiased society, and then, or it can either strengthen, reinforce this uh, this bias and pre- produce, produce, yeah, pre- prejudice or just bias. Yeah, pi- bias society that we are in right now. Yeah, in a sense, because the media is where we communicate mainly nowadays, right, through Instagram, through Facebook, through TikTok, and through LinkedIn and stuff, so they can really have a big influence on, on our perceptions, and seeing how they are used kind of to spread mischews and have truths, kind of irritate me, and yeah i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know what to talk about next like i don't know what's the next step would be especially when they are kind of perpetuating all of these deep deep-rooted, deep-rooted beliefs about for example gender inequality and i just got off from a an argument of my dad about choosing the Kind of the major to pursue in college in Vietnam Vietnamese College of course I still want to study abroad but it's safe that I have a kind of backup plan if I failed and got rejected from a from from American university so I still have to apply for Vietnamese universities and we were just talking about which major and which kind of field I would go into so There's, of course, two fields, like the science and STEM field, and then there's the social science and arts and humanities field, and I chose to go with the arts and humanities field, but then my dad, you know, he kind of got annoyed and kind of irritated about me choosing to pursue a major in arts and humanities, and he wanted me to kind of challenged myself within the STEM field but then I did I, I don't I didn't want to do that because it it will waste time right because I'm not built for working in STEM fields um and also I I'm, I'm not that passionate when it comes to science thing um I'm I would say I'm good at it and I could do well if I try but I don't enjoy it and even if, you know, I'm not that good with social sciences subject, at least I, I, I like it and I, I think um, that's the passion that matters in the end. So from that little argument with my dad, I, I kind of drew out this con- conclusion about how the media could perpetuate such beliefs. Because in Vietnam, there's this deep rooted belief, kind of a traditional legacy of always have tr- striving for you know a career in stemville, being a doctor a lawyer, and all of those kind of scenarios but again circles back to the debate motion that I debated not long ago about standardized education and personalized education and I don't know about I don't know for Vietnam but I I think that this it is a, sh- a trend for all nations around country um all nations around the globe but basically we are entering the era of creativity right but we're still using the education model f- um that is catered only for the industrial revolution and the industrial era meaning the kind of standardized and a kind of yeah very mm, standard uh error um which requires only the same like the same knowledge the same skills and the same set of exercises there there wasn't any creativity within that era, because we we didn't need creativity right because we didn't have a strong foundation we needed to build a strong foundation first then we would move on and talk about other more advanced things like creativity like that's how society works i'm fine with it but the problem is that we are entering a, a new era already in fact we're late and the fact that we're, we're, we're trying to hold on to that old and ancient and probably unnecessary education model is just absurd. And yeah, it's dangerous to say the least, right? Because we are try- kind of evolving against the current of society, the demands, right? Um, but, but, I, but I knew that if I would say this to my dad and he wouldn't probably agree with me. Um, so I just kept it to myself but that just proves to show how powerful the media could be because recently I I saw a new a, a news kind of um on the national pro broad, broad, broadcast um channel about how K pop idols are feminine, too feminine and that's kind of unhealthy. Um, for the teenagers and the younger generation, which is um i don 't know why they came to this to that conclusion because it 's probably nonsense, and they didn 't have any evidence proving you know the fact that k pop idols being too feminine affect children of younger generation because they sure didn 't affect me um and also, that's, their, that's the way they dress. They chose to dress like that, and we shouldn't interfere with their human rights, right? I agree that they may have a kind of negative influence on boys from other parts of the country because they are so popular, but like, so what? Like, they shouldn't be talking about such problems when gender inequality, global change, political crisis, pandemic is going on. That makes no sense. Maybe because they're lacking content and they're trying to make up for their lack of content. And they just try creating all this nonsense content and perpetuating in people's beliefs, people's perception these old-fashioned, outdated, unnecessary, unfair, inhumane perceptions, beliefs, right? Because I do not see that there's something wrong with them being too feminine. And if there is, then that's not our problem, you know? Um, Because every generation has their own kind of nor norms right maybe the fact that they are too feminine wasn't my wasn't my dad's kind of beliefs back then but they are now right and so we shouldn't put the previous generation kind of biased criterias on today's generations if it, it doesn't match so Yeah, that's my thought on that and hopefully hopefully you guys find it interesting because i just have some there's some of these random thoughts during the day and i enjoy i enjoy just sitting down and constantly you know recording because that means that i don't have to um, sit down at once and record a kind of one hour long audio Um, i like to space it out and just make it short so, yeah, I hope you enjoy and if you if you have any thoughts on this, please comment down below and please again do your research and yeah, I encourage every single one of you to do your research because it's our generation it's our society at the end of the day, and it's it's us that who are building our own society, so we are, we we might as well build it in a unbiased and civilized and equal and yeah way and just stay away from all of those negative things and all of those biased and one one-sided thing um and again from just doing your research you can grow into a more multi-faceted person who has um open mind an open mind who has a growing mindset and most important of most importantly who has an unbiased perception which is what i'm striving for which i'm working towards i know that i still have some very deep rooted stereotypical thoughts that were ingrained in my mind because i was raised and i because i was born and educated and taught and told from such a young age about those certain beliefs not trying to unlearn those beliefs and i believe that only through constantly educating myself and constantly kind of soaking myself in (laughs) new information new knowledge would i be able to unlearn those stereotypical thoughts and beliefs so yeah i i i encourage you to do the same and i know it's i know it's a long process and it doesn't happen overnight but it's worth it and it's necessary right because I don't want a generation who has everything at hand like technology, infrastructure, education, opportunities so many things ready for them but they are biased they are lazy they are uneducated and they are dumb right yeah so yeah please do your um please do your research and yeah i hope you enjoy and if you do then please let a please leave a comment down below and let me know your thoughts on this and i will see you hopefully very soon thank you for listening bye